If you love what we do, then please consider supporting Cryptfail on Patreon. Your support helps us grow and to create more content more often. And now, on with the show. She's like typing away on a keyboard. At, I guess at this stage, she's already awake. Uh, I'm assuming this is the next morning. Looks at her phone. Picks it up, looks at it. Of course. <laughs> it's probably full of sparkles. Oh, actually, should I say? Yes. Oh, oh dear <laughs> me. What's he done now? <laughs> Gotten himself in an awful mess. <laughs> what? What the, what the fuck? Uh, um, so the text that Terence sent Cipher says, "Hey, girly, I may have tried to make breakfast with magic, and it may have ended not great. Made it cornerstone." Cipher responds, uh, uh, "Yep. Uh, do you want to let um?" What's her name now? Ren? <laughs> She's typing this all in. <laughs> uh, Terrence stops for a minute. He starts scrolling through his phone because I don't. Do I have your contact information? Did you give it to me when you gave me this phone? Um, would you have asked for it? it probably wouldn't have crossed my mind. Terrence it's... doesn't use technology a lot. If you didn't ask for it, I wouldn't have given it to you. Well, shit, he says, and he texts Cypher back. He's like, I don't have Ren's number, do you? Cypher looks at her phone, reads the message. Ah, fuck. Text back. Deity, I don't have uh, Ren's contact <laughs> details. Maybe, maybe, um, Fennyman's got them. As it comes through with a um, Irish accent. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you're reading the text in a lame Irish accent. I'm just reading it. <laughs> Terry's reading it to himself with an accent. <laughs> Did so, we arrange a time to meet at Cornerstones the previous night or no? Did we just mm -hmm. all, like, peace out? Okay. We all peaced out. Okay. So Terrence is going to, um, he tried to clean up, but <laughs> his his kitchen is... Okay, you know those crazy soap marks you get from, like, a small explosion? Like firecrackers? Okay. Yeah. It's like that, but bigger. Um, so there's, like, soot all over everything. And he's he's tried to clean up. He's he's changed into different clothes. He's wearing a pink shirt. And, and some uh, black shiny pants now. And he's like just shrugging into his jacket and like fumbling out the door. He drops his keys as he's trying to text Fennyman to ask <laughs> for him to call Ren to Cornerstones. And he locks up and he heads over. Ren is oblivious to all this and doing laundry at home. Cypher's going to spend the next. Uh, probably 45 minutes just tidying up what she was doing. 
and then um, she'll get. Um, did her clothes get cleaned? One set of them, not One all set. of them. Oh, yeah, so not probably, even the jacket. She's probably still wearing the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been a day. You probably still smell all right. Uh huh. And she um, heads. Uh, she makes her way to the um, uh, cornerstones. Ren has received a text from Mr. Funnyman, so she will head to Cornerstones as well. So who is there first? Uh, I probably Terrence. Yeah, I think so. Like, from, from the way we talk about it, I think he's the one who lives the closest. <laughs> like, we all apparently live very close, but... Yes. I think he only has to cross like a couple streets and then go through an alley and then he's there. Terrence will wave you over to the bar where he's sitting. He's he's just ordered some food from from a fairy who is now flying away from him. And he's <laughs> got this big patch of soot that he's missed on the right side of his cheek. Uh you've got something there. Just uh, on your face. His eyes got all big. He's like, oh, sh shoot. I thought I got it all. And, and... He pulls out a cloth and he, like, scrubs at his left cheek. Wrong. Uh, other. Other. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What happened? He tries again. Breakfast. It didn't work out. I see that. Anyway. What are you trying to cook? Um, it wasn't anything difficult. I was just trying to cook it from across the room, and he kind of uh, wiggles uh, his fingers. I see. That might complicate things. Yeah. Should have known better. I tried to put away my books yesterday by the same means, and that didn't work either. Oh, like the... Like the creepy door unlocking thing. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't creepy though. It was so cool. If I could move cool, stuff from but... all the way across the room, that would be so handy. It was very cool, but I can also see it being creepy. Oh, Cypher's sick. Cypher's sick? Is that why she's not here? I don't know. She had a fever last night. Terrence pulls out his phone again and he sends Cypher a message. I told her to go right to bed and I obviously have no idea if she did. I just got a message from her. She she says she's on a quick loo run. What? Yeah. She put uh, a smiley face. It was like... That seems like an odd thing to need to inform you of. Oh, maybe she knew I was gonna worry. Hmm. Just be thankful she's not sending pictures. Oh god, Fennyman, <laughs> you don't have to sneak up behind me like that. Sorry, old habits die hard. Uh. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, thank you for calling Ren here. By the way, Ren, I need your phone number so I don't need to bug Fennyman about this next time. Oh. By the way, Ren, she needs your phone number so she doesn't have to bug me about it next time. Who does? Since when am I a sheep? And God damn it! 
I mean, I know the human uh, genders confuse you slightly, but come on. <laughs> I'm a rat. Yes. Good, I guess. The cipher skips into the um, into cornerstones. She's looking down at her phone. She almost trips over. Oh. Well, she can't be that bad if she's skipping. Yeah, but she almost tripped. She almost never does that. That is true. Well, I mean, there's the time she fell down the stairs. That's happened more than once. Okay, there's... Sometimes she's fallen down the stairs. <laughs> well, skipping on stairs is dangerous even for acrobats like the girly there. Mm. He waves her over to the bar as well. Oh, she looks around and sees, I'm assuming you're all sitting at the bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cypher, uh, sort of stops, looks around, she looks a little bit confused. <laughs> looks down at her phone, pockets it, and then he heads over, walks over casually to the bar. Are you still sick? I'm fine. Stop worrying about me, Mum. No. Terrence uh, kind of stares at Ren a little bit. A little bit in shock, but mostly, like, blank. And he's like, alright. Um, anyway. I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, these runes. And the information I found on them. And he pulls out one of his little uh, notebooks with the the sketch and a sketch what? that he did himself. But wait, Terry. Huh? I've got a really important question to ask you. I'm did scared. you take a photo of it? A photo of which um, one? I have a photo of one of them, but not the your other. Breakfast. My breakfast. No, what? I didn't. I also oh. didn't clean up, though, so if you want to stop by later and see the disaster, you can. Oh, that breakfast. Okay. Sure. You might be disappointed, though. There's no glitter. Was any of it shiny? Huh? Was any of it shiny? <laughs> I mean... It kind of looks like I accidentally set off a bunch of fireworks in the kitchen, and that's pretty much it. An egg literally exploded and it's stuck to the ceiling now, so that'll be fun <laughs> to clean. So, what about the runes? Oh, right, sorry. Terrence had, like, started... He'd slumped a little bit and he was staring off into the middle distance, looking mildly horrified at the, at the memory of breakfast. And he goes back to his notebook. He's like, alright... The the runes that you took a sketch for me, Ren, um, those ones would have set off alarms had you touched them, but they also would have held you in place. Like, you would not have been able to escape if you set off the alarms. Glad I didn't then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the ruins on the house we went to last night that I took a picture of and have 
also sketched in this book. They just mean protection from evil. Oh. Now, the word that the crazy magic box that the guy was asking us to protect last mm -hmm. night, I couldn't find anything in my books about it. No. But I have a friend we could go visit. She has a mystic shop downtown. Um, and she has a rather vast collection of books. She might be able to help. Is this to do with magic? Probably. If it doesn't, I will be thoroughly surprised considering it was a disembodied voice kind of whispering in my ear tinnitus style. Disemboweled voice? Not disemboweled! I mean, she's. The uh, type has, like, got a finger in her ear, <laughs> shaking her head. I, think, I must be gunking up a bit in there. Gonna have to get the old whisker in there and clear and clear it out. Terrence is, like, bent over <laughs> double. He's got his forehead resting on the bar and he's just, like, cackling quietly. Disemboweled voice. <laughs> <laughs> How would you know if a voice was disemboweled? That's a good question. I, I guess it would be just be screaming. screaming yeah, well, probably. Is it screaming or is it like wet gurgling? Because technically your esophagus is, is part of your bowels. Well, I don't know. Never seen anyone disemboweled, luckily. Wow. For someone who does magic you seem to know a lot about the human anatomy oh well you know um some does... street performers with a little bit more uh oomph than others like to do this disappearing and reappearing act where they teleport across a short way uh sometimes they don't come out the other end in in the right order it's alarming very People don't like to pay for that. I wouldn't. Not that I would have paid in the first place, but... So is that any different? So, so Cypher was looking down and she looks back up at you. Is that any different to the, how they, like, uh, chop you in half? Wait, what? Is which different? Or is that the magicians? Um, it depends. Uh, there are... There are street mages who do the chopping in half bit, and the person is actually being chopped in half, and then they're just psychically sewn back together, which is really, really gross. Seems like it would be hard to get any volunteers. Mostly it's uh, vanilla normies that do the sawing in half gig, and it's completely a trick. There are two boxes, and they're not connected. Well, they are. Can it, it's. It's. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I work with real magic. Okay. Cypher's <laughs> so just nodding. She's got a blank expression on her face, like she's fully <laughs> understood what you're saying. Terence <laughs> stares at her for a beat, and then he kind of looks longingly at the grill. He's like, I'm starving. Information. And then I woke up really early for no reason. I also woke up very early. 
what's with you two today? We don't have to be there till what, 11 o'clock tonight? I've got things to do. I had to do the laundry, I had to do some cleaning, I had to do some cooking, I had a lot of stuff to do. And you've got a house to break into? Uh, which house? (laughs) (coughs) Simon sort of coughs into her hand. Oh, yours. Huh? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Cypher looks genuinely surprised. I threatened to break in and clean if you didn't. Well, you know, to be honest, if you... I did send you some um, images of... or photos of me apartment when it was clean. Did... did you? I thought you didn't have my contact information. How did you do that? <laughs> I put, I put it in a public forum. <laughs> <laughs> and I tagged you in it. <laughs> some some space called Vid Shadow. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, no, I didn't see that, Cypher. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. She starts scrolling through her phone and holds up the one of the photos. So you cleaned your apartment is what you're telling me? Oh, heck no. This was like six months ago. Oh, so why are you showing me this? It's for reference? I'm not messy all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, you should try not being messy ever. Well... I do tend to get a little bit sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Seems that way. I mean, it's so easy to do. You just sit down and you start Java programming. You're writing a small... Um, you know, or you're writing SQL injections. Hacking into websites and all sorts of goodies and, and things. That old chestnut. And time just does tend to get away from you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, I'm glad your apartment was clean six months ago, Cypher. Congratulations. Cypher smiles at you. Terrence so- is, like, chuckling, and he he reaches over to placatingly pat Ren on the head, and what happens is, is that as he goes to, like, move his hand away from her again is that the rings on his finger catch a bunch of her hair and it just comes ripping out of her head uh, what was that for ah, sorry um I was Ow. trying to be nice I should uh, stop wearing these thanks gingerly pulls your hair off of his hand cause it's <laughs> stuck there now and there's just a bunch of them. He's like, um... (sighs) It's the thought that counts, I guess. Ow. Sorry. She's losing hair left, right, and center. (laughs) Yep. So old. We've been through this cipher. I'm ancient. Left, right, and middle finger. (laughs) What? Finger? I don't really know either. (laughs) I just said, Ren's losing her hair, left, right, and middle finger. Yeah? <laughs> Don't worry. 
That's obviously a kid joke that you guys don't understand. Uh, yeah, we're too old. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, it's an adult joke. Oh, so we're too young? Surface <laughs> <laughs> so spins around on the chair and faces away from both of you. <laughs> Can you sort out if I'm, like, younger than you or positively ancient, Cypher? I'm having trouble keeping track. You're the ancient. Okay, good to know. I'll write it down so I don't forget. <sighs> so what now? I'm still waiting for my breakfast. Oh, I see. And a fairy flies over and slides it onto the table and does a little curtsy and flitters off like a hummingbird. Thank you! Oh. And he destroys it quickly. <laughs> it's it's done for, that breakfast. Even the coffee, it's just gone. Like, my coffee is just gone. It's always just gone way too quick. <laughs> That's true. Alright. Well, I'm headed off to uh, my friend's mystic shop. Or do you guys want to join me? Figure out a little bit more about this crazy box. Sure. If we have to guard it, I would like to know if it's going to be projecting any more weird stuff into anyone else's heads. Who'll be doing to the what now? The box? Probably. We're going oh. to a mystic shop full of very breakable items. If you break anything, my friend will not be happy. She's kind of dangerous when she's upset, so maybe don't do that, okay? You break it, you buy it, Cypher. No breaking things. No, you break it and she'll eat your soul. Oh, that's a little worse. Or is it? It's worse. You kind of end up, like, in a vegetative state. That's a yeah. little bit of a stream, don't you think? Yeah. And he, he gets up and he... He puts money on the counter, which I'm going to write down so I don't lose track. <laughs> I keep putting, like, Canadian prices for food on here, so I'm not sure how <laughs> like, correct and authentic this is. This is the most slice of life Shadowrun gun I th game I think has ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of... Lots of eating food, lots of cleaning, lots of picking out clothes. The least amount of combat. <laughs> yeah, wow. we do a lot of running away, though. Yeah, and yeah. that's fun. It's like cool. The, like, our greatest <laughs> enemy so far has been fences. Alright, shall we go? Oh, so there was a dice roll in there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, there was a despair in that. And hence Ren losing uh, hair. Hair? What was oh trying god. to be done? Why, why is why is um, Terrence so violent? <laughs> <laughs> How pleasant. Yep. <clears throat> Cypher raises an eyebrow. Try to sound a bit less thrilled, Ren. I'll do my best. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was kidding. <laughs> Are we going? Yep. Alright. Uh, just let me call up uh, George and. Oh, we're not skipping there? Huh? Sorry? We're not skipping there? 
Well, only one of us would have been skipping anyway. I mean... I don't particularly feel like... Okay, I don't know where you've placed this place, Aaron. Is it, is it far? <laughs> mm, a little bit. Let's say not, not massively far. So, like, if we wanted to walk, it would take 45 minutes. But how long would it take skipping? It would be like... <laughs> 40 minutes. Be like, uh... 20? 20? You think you can shave 25 yeah. minutes off a 45 minute walk by skipping? Okay. That'd be three miles, right? how you guys walk. <laughs> you got like, you might as well be carrying crutches or an old man lady stick or... An or... old man lady stick? That sounds so <laughs> dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean a cane cipher? Or, or one of those walker thingies. Um, are you right there, Terrence? Oh, you're, you're concerning me. You just had breakfast. Cipher, you're not supposed do you to mean... laugh on a full stomach. Is that... Terrence is just like... There's tears rolling down his face, and he's like doubled over. He's got one hand on his stomach and the other one on his knees. He's just howling. He's like, "Old man, lady stick." Do you mean a cane? <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't. What? I don't know what you got to think of, but <laughs> anyway. I'm not thinking of anything. I'm just confused by the words that are coming out of your mouth. Hey, old people. Terrence, he stands up slowly. He's still smiling really big, but he's got like this. His face is just covered in tears. And he's, he's trying to wipe them and he doesn't. His handkerchief just isn't enough. He's like, oh god. Cypher! I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what are you sorry for? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Terrence should have rolled for that. Despair. Just... <laughs> On the laughter. Oh. <laughs> no, despair for the laughter on that one would have been, like, he stopped being able to function enough to breathe and he just passes out he's laughing so hard <laughs> like uh joker's gas joker's laughing what? gas so so uh he he walks outside and he he pulls his coat on as he does he calls up uh george yeah hey uh um I was hoping you can drive us down to mala's yeah, I can do that. Excellent, thank you. Uh, we're standing behind you. She's like, hanging... ah, jeez, what? Uh, but isn't that him over there in the car park? Terrence's head kind of whips around slowly, or not slowly, but like not as fast as whipping around makes it sound. I don't know how else to word it. He slowly his head... turns his head. His head comes around. And he looks across the way, and he's like, Is that George? Is that you, George? Are you right there? Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> if you want me to be. <laughs> what do you mean, guys? Sorry. <laughs> Terrence kind of looks at his phone for a second and he's like, Wave at us with your left hand, George. Oh. <laughs> oh that's the right card. All right. We're get, we're gonna walk over to you, all right? Okay. See you in a minute. Yeah. I'm gonna make a um, city ordinance to ban that particular <laughs> horn. Huh. I that like would be a it. Tricky one to enforce. I feel. No, we really don't want the cops chasing George when he's our getaway guy. Yeah. And Terrence gets in the back seat. Yeah, Ren's gonna do the same. And Cypher hops in last. It closes the door, rolls down the window, and sticks her head out. What are you doing? She's sticking her head out the window in a cold January afternoon. Ah. Wait, what? Have we bypassed Is it Christmas? January? Wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> It might I'm still so be confused. December, but it, it's still the cold I think it's November? Month. It's still Wait, the cold no, month. No, it's December. It's December. I, I thought it was December. Yeah, it's, Dece it's six weeks after Halloween. Yep. yep, six weeks after Halloween. So We're right in the middle of, of December. Middle yeah. of December. Yeah. <laughs> we Terrence January is exagger for a moment. <laughs> Terrence is exaggerating for effect. Ah. Uh. Geez, our next roll is going to take us up to Easter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the time seems to go so quickly. Yeah, who's gonna roll that? Not me. Uh, not me. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a guest dice roller so no one Ooh. can blame anyone. Ooh, can we do that? Can we ask the people in the comments to roll the dice for us, please? <laughs> Get someone else to roll the die. Just someone get your cat to knock it off a table or something. How, how are they going to roll a die six in in the comment section? That's a good question. <laughs> They'll all say it's six. Just for yeah, all that's true. You got no, you got no proof. Damn it! <laughs> so it can't just be a, a random person. It has to be. And then somebody. if we ask for video evidence, they're just going to keep recording until they roll the six and just. I have an idea. I have an idea. I'm going to text a friend with zero context. And to roll a D6. Can I call a friend? <laughs> <laughs> next, next, next adventure is I'll use a family member. Thank you. Oh, God. I just. I, I picked up the first D6 I have from a bag in on my desk. And it rolled a six. Yep. We're See? Cursed. It We're is. Cursed. It's a thing. It will always be six. We'll see. I'll tell Aaron when they get the response. <laughs> if it's a six, the, though. You get a message back that says, yep, I've rolled. I'm going to cry if it's a six. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that will prove it's a curse. Uh... If it's a six. Starts driving through the city. Right. So where exactly is your friend's bookstore? Well, 
not incredibly far away. I haven't been there in a while. Okay. Creepy place. Is it? It's not creepy. Come on. Covered he in misty green? He told us his friend will eat people's souls. She does that. Uh. She's a she, George, not an it. Any more than the rest of us are it's anyway. I don't know, man. Question. She's been dead a long time. <sighs> Is that so? What's your question, Cypher? Does it snow in Seattle? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. It's at the bottom of uh, the... One of the... Is it? Am I wrong? I think I'm wrong. I don't but know. I know that it snows in Seattle because they get crazy weather because they're on the water. I just like that Cypher was asking. Cypher, have you never been here in the winter? <laughs> I've been drunk. <laughs> Through all of winter, Cypher is drunk. She's like, it's her it's version of hibernation. I was wondering what was catching in my mouth. Uh, is it snowing oh. now? Seattle is just south of where Vancouver is. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Why am I thinking it's like on the complete opposite side? Yeah. Yeah. I, you I keep... guys who've been living here for a long time. I'm not going to lie. I keep mixing Seattle up with Chicago. Everybody's going to hate me for saying that, but I've never been to either place. Please don't be mad. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to do a trek to the east coast. Visit Hannah Montana on the way. Oh gosh. You're gonna walk to the east coast, did you say? What? Who said anything about walking? I thought you said you were taking a trek. Trek? Um, trek doesn't necessarily need walking. Okay. I could just imagine George looking over his shoulder through the mirror at us like these people. Skip <laughs> or Seattle. <laughs> I was thinking more of a donkey, but... Wait, what? What's with you and livestock? You're obsessed with chickens, <laughs> now you want a donkey. Is this an elf thing? Great to talk to. Chickens or donkeys? To animals? Is that why you got so obsessed over that squirrel? What squirrel? Oh, the squirrel. Was there a squirrel? I remember a pigeon. Oh, right, there was a pigeon, too, but there was also a squirrel. Can you talk to animals? Do they talk back, is the question. Cypher, do animals talk to you? Uh, well, we might have the odd conversation now and then. Okay. That's so cool. And what do they say? Well, there's lots of conspiracy theories going around at the moment, but yeah. Anyway. Among the animals? <laughs> please, please, I would love to hear an animal conspiracy theory. <sighs> Can I just keep... I want to... I want to... Oh, there's another one. And what? she pops her head out the window and she licks up another snowflake falling down from the sky. It's November. Is it actually snow? It might be. It could have like very. Oh, wait, no, it's December. Story. I keep forgetting what oh, month it is within this throwing. game. It's like ash. <laughs> actually, you can, oh you can give me a roll for this. <laughs> it's 
ash. Yep. Someone's smoking in the car ahead. Terrible. No, I, I was thinking this is, you know, it's a dystopian future. There could well be uh, atmospheric um, ash pollution. So, well, it, someone could uh, be burning a dead body nearby. Oh <laughs> dear. And what do you want me to roll? Black or white? there, George. Something. I'm gonna get some coffee. Something against two purple. Something <laughs> against uh, like some kind of oh, <laughs> knowledge yeah. of what snow is. Or <laughs> make it. Let's make it wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, are you bastard? <laughs> Cypher's not very wise. <laughs> Hang on. Where is Cypher? Uh, in a taxi. There we go. <sighs> That's two. Really? Yep. Two's a standard roll. Survival. Mm, that's really? a good one, too. But that's probably the same for Cypher, either way. Well, if it was survival, I'd be one better. Oh, lucky you. It, oh, wow. it is actually snow, but there is two threats. Okay. So, um, that's not yellow snow. <laughs> that that's can't good. fly. <laughs> <laughs> it would be strange if that was falling, yes. Yeah, so she's got her head out the window, she's catching snowflakes on her tongue and in her face, and the wind is so cold. Well, she's sick too. Yeah, she is. So she should, I don't Ooh. know, stop that. That can be a threat though, can it? Yeah. So Cypher's got her head out the window, wind's blowing her hair all over the place, little bits of snow and moisture are collecting on, on her face. Pops her head back into the car, into the taxi. She looks over at uh, Ren and, and uh, Terrence. Come to think of it. I take health very seriously. Okay, makes sense for someone in your profession. Does it? Okay, then. Well, you've got to be in good condition to, I guess, be all sneaky and stuff. Cypher takes a um, Kleenex pulls it out, accidentally pulls out another one at the same time. <laughs> and the third one's sort of like clung on. She's pulled that one out and she's going, Oh, fuck me, did this thing stop? She grabs the bottom. She's at the fourth one now and she's actually literally pulled the fourth one off the third one. She's got a handful of tissues and she's wiping the face. So, where'd Terrence go? Is he off getting a coffee? Uh, well, Becca is. Terence did. Yeah. Just left out he's, of the car. Just left the moving car. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, I see a coffee shop over there." Opens the door, leaps out. Oh, Terence has got that blank stare on his face again. <laughs> uh, it seems to happen sometimes. Oh, maybe his soul's gone walkabout. Yeah. Maybe his friend ate it. 
Oh, maybe his friend's expecting him. George was saying something about her being dead. About who being dead? Terry's friend. Really? Yeah. Is then you were true, asking if it George? snows in Seattle. Yeah, it's true. He's a banshee. What the hell? You know what I've forgotten? What? Laptop. You forgot it again? Oh, it's in my backpack at home. You seem to leave your backpack at home an awful lot. Uh, if we need it, we can always go back and get it. I suppose so. So, how come you had to get up early for? I was doing laundry, and I was cleaning, and I had some cooking to do. And you had to wake up early for that? Yeah. Seems like a bit of a waste of a reason to wake up early. Well... I got home later than I meant to the other night. I would have done it then, but I was tired. I went to bed, so I had to wake up early. You got me yarded. Mm, did you wake up early? I'll just wake up when I wake up. Yeah, he's really out of it, huh? Cypher's poking Terrence in the side of the head. Yeah, what? He, oh, he, he like he he like stutters awake. He's got a bit of drool on his face. He's like, "What?" Cipher suggested your soul might be gone. Oh, did we stop for coffee? I think I need it. I woke up too early today. Same. Oh well, I think maybe Mala has coffee. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Are we there? He looks around outside. Oh, Lee Banshee's selling coffee? What? And and magic? Oh. Magic coffee? Well, maybe. And, um... Maybe don't advertise that bat. Just just because. It's bad for business. She is trying to get by, you know. What, the fact that she's selling coffee? Or that she's <laughs> empty? The ladder. Yeah, we wouldn't want it to get out that she's selling coffee, Cypher. I'm just checking. I just want to be sure. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, George. I am going to do something in this sequence that annoys Becca herself. Oh. Not her character. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, I, dear. I love you. Don't hurt me. <laughs> what could this be? So what are you gonna do? Marla's house is on the edge of an old church and its graveyard. There is a faded old sign that hangs above the the uh, the door, and there is a neon that flickers in and out, which is a red circle. And the faded sign says the "Be There or Be Square" magic circle. There is a green mist that is hanging over the graveyard and around the house. The front door is open. That's kind of cool. Why would I hate this? Uh, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody leave their doors open? Oh, well, um, Mala isn't particularly scared of people. 
Well, that's good. Thank you, George. Not a problem. And he hops Thank over the cab. Thank you, George. <laughs> you sound like a petulant child. I'm tired. Karen. Cypher's getting out of the back following Ren. Thanks, George. No problem, Cypher. And, uh, Terrence kind of saunters over to the house. And when he, when he gets to the door, and instead of crossing the, the threshold, he kind of and you get no response. But the door is yeah. open. Mala, you okay? home? And you get no response. <sighs> Alright, guys. Um, I think we're done here. Stay behind <laughs> me. Or if if you want, you can stay out here. I'm going inside. And Terrence oh. walks inside. Oh, well, I'll go in, I guess. Dead bodies? Uh, what? Wait, what? What? What are you talking about? Well, there is a graveyard right there, Taryn. Yeah, that's outside. That's not in the house, Cypher. Yeah, I'm not staying out here. Okay, you can come inside then. Can someone hold my hand? <sighs> sure. I mean, if it's not in position. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Now it sounds like an imposition. Friend will grab it? Cypher's hand. I've got five dollars. What? <laughs> she wants to pay you for holding her hand. <laughs> Look, I... It's fine. And oh, thanks, Ren. The house is lit in a really cold green light and smells of incense. As you move into the waiting area, there's a flash of mist and Marla appears and she is floating about three feet in the air and her hair is being like blown with wind and her eyes are glowing really brightly. Be warn all whose curiosity compels them to cross from the light to the dark. Your soul will be stripped there and mystical forces which will leave you. And she oh. drops down to the floor as if a puppet's had its string cut, and she just stands there, and her eyes stops glowing. Hi, Marla. Holy crap and fest! Cypher's <laughs> darted behind Ren. Uh, it's fine, Cypher. Graças foda só se lembra da gente quando fez alguma coisa. Isto é mesmo típico. Terence looks a little bit concerned, and he's like, "It's been a long time." That you know, you never see me unless you want something. So uh. what is it? Well, I have no. been dead for 500 years, and all people think I have to do is sit around waiting for them. Out with it. I'm looking for I'm the not joking. It's like I am in the phone book under the section telling people mystical crap. Are you here for mystical crap? Wait, I thought she just sold coffee. No, I said she might have no. coffee. Hi, Mala. How are you doing, Mala? <laughs> I know you have been here for 500 years, but you look fabulous and amazingly sexy for being dead. I'd still date you, Mala. 
This is your problem, Terry. You never get to the point. You know I'm gay. <laughs> he, he chuckles a little bit and he goes over and he like offers her a hug. And she takes it. It's been too long. Though, you know, if you left your house sometimes we could hang out more often. It's a little hard. I am dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I brought you a present. Oh, really? Of course. And Cypher he looks genuinely scared. It's not you, Cipher. <laughs> he pulls out because um, he he got this idea when he was looking at the elf wine. He went out and got actual elf wine, not this crappy oh. knockoff stuff that they stole from the the weird cult hotel. And he hands it <laughs> over to Mala. Oh, awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, um, I know this is horrible, and I don't visit too often just to chat, and I should, but I do need your help. We need your help. Hi. Is Cypher still hiding? Um, Cypher's wondering why um, Terence is stirring a cup of coffee. <laughs> to what? We can hear a coffee cup stirring. <laughs> oh, ambient noises of the haunted house. Come on. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's amazing how much time it takes. God damn it. <laughs> um... There was this uh, psychic whispering that kept repeating this word, and he, he fishes out his notebook, and he opens to the page with the word Terentius in it. Have you heard it before? That is an old male name, Roman. Not sure on its meaning. Some think it means to wear out. It has been bastardized a lot. Now its modern equivalent is Terence. Terrence blinks slowly. And he's like, My family's German, though. Why would a mystic crazy box be calling my name an old Roman? Oh, listen to the arrogant mage thinks an ancient magical box is all about him. Typical man. Though, I don't know why it would be. I mean, some German words derive yeah. from Latin. Oh, well... There was a time when there was, like, this crazy amalgamation of languages in Germany. Like, did you know that there's a theory that Tolkien based his script for Sindarin on the Latin calligraphy of circa 300 AD in Germany? I am 600 years old. That doesn't mean you know random, uh, nerdy nonsense. Well, if I wasn't learning anything over those years, what the hell was I doing? A lot of reading. Didn't have cable TV for a lot of those years. I mean, most people, when they don't have cable TV, do other things, but uh, <coughs> there are children in the room and we shouldn't talk about that. Cypher's looking around for the children. Terence will ask Mala if she has coffee and if they can sit down to chat. She opens the door and goes into the Terrence kitchen. Terence will follow. 
and there's a big cauldron that looks like something you'd expect a witch to have, and it's filled with coffee. Carrots is so excited. He's like, you, you're going on a coffee stint again, aren't you? This is all you've been consuming for at least a month. Fundamental building block of the universe, not that instant crap though. They think it is linked to erectile dysfunction, hair loss, and skipping, if you can believe that. Well, no, of course not. Oh my gosh, I would wonder about your health if you were drinking the instant crap. <laughs> A cypher's ears burning? <laughs> well, does cypher drink instant coffee? Maybe. <laughs> then maybe. And, um, Ter Terrence will, uh, sit down with some cauldron coffee, and he will tell Mala about the house they went to last night, about the protective ruins on the outside, about the crazy suitcase box that had whisperings coming from it, and the guy with the super cool magic. All standard fare for a low to mid-mage, nothing exceptional there, except the box. What do you know about the box? Because it's not the mage that is what is interesting here. The box. Harry? Terrence is kind of like stirring his coffee and pouting and he's like low to <laughs> mid mage. Because he can't do that shit. <laughs> and he, he is. He's hyper focusing on that right now. He pouts at Mala. Putting on his best puppy dog face. And she gives you a motherly smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um hang on. He he pulls his uh his notebook open to a fresh page and he sketches a picture of it to the best of his memories in like it was covered in ruins, right? No? I believe you, the, the original picture didn't, but I think you guys added that because I just found a picture. Yeah, there, there was the picture that you sent to give us an idea of what the thing looked at, but I'm pretty sure it had ruins on the outside. So he'll sketch that and some of the ruins to the best of his memory, and then he'll turn around the notebook and uh, push it towards Mala so she can see it better. And she looks at it, and she puts her hands on either side of Terry's face on his cheeks. And Terry's eyes glow and the box appears like hovering in front of Terry's like face. Huh. Like the actual box? Your, ter your like Terry's remembrance of it. Oh. That's really cool. That's so cool. But whenever Terry moves his head, so does the image. Stop moving, <laughs> sit still. Sorry. And he holds very still. His eyes are like super big as he stares at it. And she's like moving around. She's got her hands on Terry's shoulders and then she, she moves to the front. She looks underneath it. There is nothing here. Did you not see underneath the box? Um, no. It was on the floor the whole time. I think if we tried to touch it, the guy would have snapped and tried to kill us. And she sort of ponders for a bit. 
and then she reaches her hand back as if she's reaching for something and she touches the the box and it opens and inside is a idol it looks like of an octopus what is that it's a magical focus all right he did say something about a focus that those kind of work like uh mage staffs or wands right correct it has seen many uncounted years kind of looks like a brooch how would you even use that well it was very specific i didn't think they were still around specific to what the cult of kraken oh god all right is this some crazy cthulhu before cthulhu crap possibly <sighs> it started with sailors to ward off the beasts of the sea like a good like charm or a talisman. This was before the Romans, but it became a cult and drew the attention of a demon. And not a particularly nice one. I wouldn't think so. I have not heard from them for some while. I thought they were lost to the age like smoke dissipating in the breeze of time. Uh, I can... Imagine with how widespread this story is, even if they're only practicing mildly, the amount of belief worldwide is high enough for the guy to exist for a while yet. The Krakens, in this case, doesn't mean they come from the deep. They can come from the other. Eh... You have gotten yourself mixed up in some questionable enterprises before. So what's your involvement with this thing? We're supposed to guard it to make sure nobody tries to destroy it or steal it. So you're not trying to keep it or use it? Nah, the person is doing a handoff. To whom? Is it something we... Let's... He flips back through his notebook. Um, I'll... Albinos in the garden. The albinos. Who are the albinos? I thought he was mispronouncing albinos. They are brothers, extremely white elves. They are collectors of the mystical and everyone mispronounces their names because they are so arrogant. Yeah. So they probably enjoy the mispronunciation. Makes them feel all special. Their place is pretty secure and they have money. They won't be members of the cult of the Kraken. Not their style. If they were members of a cult, they would want it to be about them. Would this focus be in danger of being misused if they collected it? With them, I doubt it. They are collectors. They like to have things that others don't have. Rare things. Expensive things. Things that others in their type of circle long for but can't obtain. You get a collection like that big enough and they'll start attracting unwanted attention it already has but they are aware of that and have security both mundane and magical the wards of their building are quite impressive and i don't impress easily oh well that's good i'm more concerned about who would try and interfere with the handoff to be quite honest i am more concerned with the marking on the kraken's head eh? what do you what do you mean? What thing with what forehead? And she points to a little marking on the Kraken's head. That rune. It is different now to when I first saw it. It has changed. Uh... There's... The image 
in my memory has from this thing I haven't seen before has changed since it popped up? Yes. Uh, why? And it is active. Oh, here's a question. Um, if this uh, tentacle focus was calling my name across a great distance, should I be concerned? Terrence just got his face scrunched up like he really, really, really hopes the answer is no. No reason to be concerned. At all. Terrence is staring at her, and he's, like, his face is exactly the same, and he slowly picks up his coffee cup. Brings it up to his face, and he's like, are you sure? Yes, absolutely. Somehow I don't believe you. Yeah, she's totally lying. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, uh... New question, and please don't try and baby me here. What does it mean if... We really don't understand as much as we would like to about their realm. Editions in tweed jackets believe it in different dimensions. Demon realm isn't a different dimension. It's a realm of non-existence. Hmm, think of it like this. Humans, elves, dwarves, fairies, dragons, even undead like zombies, Horrific, though, they may be, and revenches, like myself, are part of our existence. Humans are non-life. Not that they do not end life, as they certainly do. More that they should not exist. Do not exist as part of our reality. They are the ultimate non-life. An impossible being, and yet, here is the evidence of their being. Some demon scholars feel that time moves differently in there. Moving forward and backward faster and slower. That octopi that you summoned may have communicated all sorts of things and not with you. Hmm. Oh, well, the only thing it seemed to be communicating with me is that I had unceremoniously ripped it out of its home and it was dying a terrible, painful death and I felt really, really bad, okay? Because can you be sure that it didn't send a message back of a dangerous threat that was able to eliminate one of their kind? I don't know. Well, he he stares at the little floating image of the of the of the focus, and he's like, "Can we can we make this bigger?" And he's like expanding his hands near it, and nothing's happening. Can you believe this? I am doing some serious and very difficult magic here. I am bending the fabric of the universe to be able to see the unseen inside the box. Do you realize how difficult that actually is? And Terry here wants it bigger. Just. Just a little bit. I want to be able to sketch the thing on its forehead. She makes it big. <laughs> Thank you, Marla. What I have done here is seriously difficult, Terry. Thank you, Marla. Always. The contents of the box were hidden because the box was closed, but they exist in our reality. I was able to tap into the universe to allow us to see that section of it. I cannot guarantee that they are not aware of us examining it. By they, do you mean the cult? The people who are selling it? The people who are buying it? The demons themselves? This is powerful magic involved here. Whatever made this focus, if they are still aware of it, well, they might know we have been looking at it. Our presence is around it now. Alright. Well, I will take responsibility for that and he, he he puts his hand on 
her shoulder and he says, you don't have to keep the spell running. I don't want you to hurt yourself for me. And she waves a hand. It disappears and Terry's eyes stop glowing. Now, you said you've never seen this symbol before? No, that could be some real demon language right there. Hmm. Well, I'll just have to figure it out. Nothing calls me by name and gets away with it, Roman or not. Should we not be calling you by your name, then? Well, you don't get away with it. Okay. Ooh! Alright. Mala. Mala. Have you heard of this tea shop? And and he, he tells her about the crazy tea shop with the magic tea. Been around the city a long time. Not much I don't know. He kind of deflates a little bit. He's like, <laughs> and you never told me? I accidentally found it. And I was excited to tell you about it because I know you like tea. <sighs> Cypher. Cypher likes their ginger tea. Well, she likes the ginger root anyway. She was just chewing <laughs> on the root. Alright. Now, I can't imagine your, um... Floating doom and gloom warning is attracting very many, uh, customers lately. The customers expect to be scared. Really? They want a Halloween experience. An undead fortune teller they think has to look and sound a certain way. They're disappointed when it is not that aesthetic. Um, is Cypher still holding Ren's hand or no? Um, Cypher's like, no, well, she's been hiding behind Ren the whole time. <laughs> okay. With, with her face buried in Ren's back. Um. And she looks sort of Victorian almost. She's wearing very Victorian stuff. Although you can see she's got jeans and stuff hanging on a uh, hanger on the side. But she looks looks very Victorian and pale and green hair and what what you'd expect. Speaking about technology and it being wrong, do you have any um, magic books that I haven't already bought from you? Of course, Harry. I would like to buy some more for you. And he he fishes out he fishes out like two hundred and fifty credits from his pocket. And she takes it and she goes into the other room, and she comes back and it's got a leather bound volume. And she hands it over. This one came in on consignment. You may find it interesting. Thank you, Mala. And he gets up and he gives her another hug. Be careful. There is something out there. This isn't your usual goth kid playing with some incantation they found in the back of a library book. This is something dark trying to affect our reality. Now get out of here. Have a cauldron of coffee to drink. Yeah. On the upside, it doesn't know how to pronounce my name. Uh, maybe it'll call you Mr. T. And technically, it would be Mr. S. Okay, that's it, Cypher. Not Mr. T. Mr. S. Mr. S? N yes, my last name is Scriver. I do say your last name is Cypher. I forget. Don't you remember? Her ID just says Cypher. Oh, true. I forgot how very real it looked. <laughs> People can have just one name. You gotta... If you're gonna have a fake ID, Cypher, you gotta get a better one. Who's <laughs> calling me ID fake? <laughs> I, will, I will find you a better one. 
<laughs> Marla's just looking at you. Terence has written the word sigh and then put a pay, like uh, a space and then capital P H E R like it's a name. It's like the a phonic retelling of Cypher's name. Cypher. I honestly can't find you a better one, but you'd have to like pick a name that sounds like an actual name with a first and a last name to put on it so nobody would question it. Cypher looks horrified. Right. Cypher's sure. um she's um skipping through the traffic on her way to the of course uh, cornerstones and she realizes she's had three cups of coffee <laughs> and darts off into a nearby alleyway uh where she's oh. going to probably oh, really no. Oh, I don't dear. think you understand how difficult that is. Yeah. Especially with jeans. Yeah. Um, oh. So it's going to take a while. So, and I'm going to take this opportunity <laughs> to do my own loo run. What? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I, for some reason, okay. did not think that was going there i thought he was gonna say she drank three cups of coffee she's gonna run into an alley and throw up i don't know no nope. i knew exactly what he was talking about and i'm like you're gonna have to pull some like crazy japanese squatting crap this is art imitating life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it'll make for a great anime adaptation mm -hmm. that would be so cool <laughs> I would be so happy. Seriously, that would be the most thing. Sitting there going, that's us, that's our fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, it's boring, though. <laughs> <laughs> All he wants us is talk about food and money and laundry and argue about chickens. But damn, the animation's beautiful. <laughs> We're going to get to the actual, like, <laughs> combat part and all the characters are going to be like screaming and running away and, <laughs> and running away like oh dear well what does it mean if it's calling my name it knows you how could this thing know me well, that's your Star Wars character. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> oh, 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 God. <laughs> I haven't changed my nickname. I <laughs> that's fine. Shadowrun, a slice of life adventure in a dystopian future. Starring Becca as Terry the Mage. Raven Insane as Cypher the Hacker. Emily as Ren the Thief, Sarah as the Banshee Marla, and Ghost as the GM. The excellent Shadowrun is produced by Catalyst Game Labs. The Genesis rule set comes from Fantasy Flight Games, and many of the sounds and music comes from Sirenscape, which is an amazing tool for bringing more life to your game table.
This has been a Crit Fail production.